Hey yo, what's up guys? Ash aka Boogie back here again with the crossover. Hope you're all having a great day. Uh, nice day over here in Australia, just chilling, came back from work, but I'd knock out another podcast for you guys with the weekend of sport. A lot going on, so let's get straight into the news. So straight up, Australia versus New Zealand happened on the weekend in uh, rugby league. Um, so Australia 26 to New Zealand 4. Um, Definitely not a great game from the New Zealand boys. Uh, Sean Johnson probably had legit one of his worst games uh, in his career. Uh, I've never seen him look as bad as what he looked on the weekend. Um, we all know that when Sean Johnson's at his best, he is one of the best players in the game, but it just wasn't his game on the weekend. Uh, I'm not here to bash a bloke. This is not what this podcast is for, but hopefully he steps up. Um, and be the amazing player that he usually is. Uh, usually when he runs the ball, he's so dynamic and creates so many opportunities. Uh, in this game, he was just he just looked like he was trying too hard. His kicking game was off. And uh, whenever he got the hands on the ball, everything went wrong, really. You know, the first try Adokar scored was straight off that. Um, Adokar had a great game too, by the way. So Adokar played really well. Um, another really big performer was definitely... Payne Haas, um, he only played for what, I think he played for half an hour, uh, 30 minutes if that, um, ended up getting 13 runs, 157 metres, um, 18 tackles, for such a big fella, uh, big young fella, he really plays really hard, quick football, quick on the feet, uh, we saw in the NRL this year, he's an 80 minute forward, plays really, really well, so um, definitely a big strength that Australia has him on the side. A couple other big players, um, definitely Paul Vaughan had a good game, Cordner had a good game, uh, Frizzell had a nice one, Damian Cook with 119 metres played really well, um, Papali had a good game with 134 metres, uh, Clemmer had 152 with 21 tackles, uh, Travojevic 20 tackles with 50 metres, um, Adokar, as I was saying, you know, 109 metres, um, scored a try. Latrell looked damaging. Uh, Latrell actually looked like Latrell for a little bit there. Uh, I know during the NRL season he kind of fizzled off. Um, we're going to start getting into the Latrell news a little bit later on because there's a little bit of news surrounding him and where he might go next year. Um, so definitely it was good to see him actually get back to the form where he was before and maybe give him a little bit more money towards the the NRL team that might try to shoot for him you know um Ben Hunt didn't really do much Cherry Evans didn't really do too much I guess you couldn't fault him for anything he did but you know he wasn't too amazing I think Tedesco had a great game 180 meters um you know, what do you expect? Tedesco is one of the best players in the league right now. Probably one, like, probably the best player in the world right now. So you expect a really good game out of him. Um, so overall, the Aussies really just took control, took to, uh, took the game really to New Zealand. Um, not really much else to talk to about from New Zealand side of things. They didn't really get anything going. Um, new news coming in. Uh, Sean Johnson did get dropped for the next game. Uh, against Great Britain, which is real weird because uh, Shawnee J has always been there. He's like he's been the Kiwis half for for how long now? So um, definitely something new there with um, Kieran Foran coming in. So 
I'm not a massive fan of that. I don't think he will play any better than what Sean Johnson does. Uh, if anything, Kieran Foran will probably get injured. Uh, nah, just kidding. Just jokes on us that one. But honestly, like, if you'd rather have Sean Johnson or Kieran Foran, who would you rather have? To me, I would, ha- I would rather have Sean Johnson any day of the week. The things that Sean Johnson can do um, just override anything that Kieran Foran does consistently, if that makes sense. So I don't know whether they were thinking of it from a consistency point, but to me, that was a wrong decision. Um, so RTS at the back there, Mamalo, Nickel Kostag was centre, uh, Manu, uh, sent, uh, Manu other centre, Asako on the wing. Uh, Sarko playing for the Kiwis is definitely a weird one because he did play for Samoa Inter International in the uh, the couple of games this season. So, um, guessing that Rapana may not be well. I don't know. Um, usually, you see Rapana there on that wing, but it's good to see Sarko actually get named for a um, uh, Div One country. So, you know, with New Zealand, Australia, England, you know, he got named with those boys, but. Um, would have still loved to see him pledge allegiance to Samoa like um, you know Jason Tamalolo did with Tonga but I guess it is what it is as I said before Kieran Foran with Benji Marshall and halves uh, Tenovano Brent, Brennan Smith uh, Wari Hargraves Britton Akora, Kenny Bromwich Tarpany and the bench with uh, Hughes uh, Harawira Naira uh, Armel Blair Proctor and Simonson. Great Britain, um, Lomax at a fullback, uh, Hardacre with the centre with Connor, Ryan Hall with wing, um, Jackson Hastings uh, making, I'm pretty sure making his English debut in this game. Um, we'll have to see how he goes. Definitely weird to see him chuck on a British jersey, but uh, paired up with Gareth Widdop, I reckon they're going to be a killer duo. Um, Hodgson, Burgess, Bateman, Whitehead, Graham. That's just an amazing forward pack right there. Um, yeah, it could go either way this game. Uh, being New Zealand, uh, I think they have more strike players in the team. Um, but without Sean Johnson, I think that just takes that added spark out of that squad. Now, I don't really think Benji and Sean Johnson work well together either way because they're both sort of the same player in a way. I know Benji's chucked away all these uh, fancy sidesteps and flick passes and stuff for a bit more consistent um, Cooper Cronk type game, but uh, still shows flashes of the old Benji. It just never worked too well between Benji and Sean Johnson. Um, maybe him and Foran will work well for New Zealand, but yeah, I, I, I still would, wouldn't go past Johnson. It kind of really doesn't make sense to me why they would pass on him so uh, a couple other games on the weekends uh, Samoa and Fiji uh, definitely going to be a great game there um, you know Samoa's pretty stacked team with uh, Monotalo at back Tafua, Lafai um, Leilua To'o, Seve uh, Luai Polo, Le- uh, Levi to, uh, Tapao um, Chikam, Afoa, uh, bench with uh, Louis, Leota, Leilua, Gave, Sal. Uh, that team is stacked. Fiji got a couple of unknown with uh, a couple of known players like um, 
Suryasi Vulivalu on the wing. Um, Kevin Naguama, Brendan Wakeham, Kane Evans, um, Kama Kamita, Kadita, uh, Kama Kamita, uh, Kikau. Um, yeah, they 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 look like a decent squad, but I got a Samoa uh, getting up on this one just a bit more um, strength across the park. If we're going half by half, though, uh, Brendan Wakeham is definitely a good halfback. Uh, Luai is definitely an amazing halfback in the league, so um, really weird to see Seve playing in 5-8. I don't know if he has any 5-8 skills. Judging off what I saw from him in Melbourne Storm, uh, playing centre, I wouldn't... Uh, I don't know if he's uh, that class player, maybe off the bench. I, I don't know. We'll have to see on the weekend. He did have a good run in nines, so yeah, we'll just have to see about that one. And Australia vs Tonga, um, you boys already know what's going on with that one. Um, Tonga have a nice squad with a good win over England, so for me, Australia will be too strong. As we all know, Australia's probably the best squad in the world. Yeah, best squad in the world now. They beat New Zealand, so best squad in the world in the rugby league. So it'd be hard task for Tonga to do what they did against Britain to Australia, because Australia across the park is just an amazing squad so um, but I hope to see they give them a good crack and uh, yeah um, so Tonga did beat England on the weekend as I was just saying uh, great game there was a crazy try behind uh, I think it was before half time uh, they threw the ball about like 10 times to each other end up scoring in the corner uh, Sione Katoa um, definitely good to see the Tongans get up there and uh, against England basically, Great Britain, so really good to see. Um, 14 to 6, so really close game. Um, good to see the Tongan boys step up and um, put it up against the British boys. Couple other big news going around at the moment. Uh, Fainu, the uh, Seagulls hooker. Definitely sucks to see him. He's in jail at the moment, uh, stabbing someone in the middle of a church. Such a weird place to stab a person. Um, guessing it... Uh, I, I have no clue. Maybe it was uh, self-defense. Not much else news come out as in motive. Um, but a 10 centimeter knife in church. Definitely a weird place for it to go down. But I guess if you hang with... Those type of people, which he has, uh, I ain't putting it getting past him, but it's hard to get past the life when you associate yourself with that that life, you know what I mean? He grew up around that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't self-defense, but for him to even be in that situation kind of really sucks, and for him to use that type of force really sucks. So, hope he does all right. I hope he goes well. I, I reckon you won't see him back in the NRL anymore. Um, sucks to see because he was such a superstar this year for the Seagulls so hopefully he's doing well hope uh, all prayers and that go to the family hope everyone's doing well and um, I hope the person that got stabbed obviously didn't die uh, I hope he's uh, speedy recovery and yeah all good come from this situation positivity over everything um, in other news, as I was saying before, with Latrell Mitchell, 
So apparently Parramatta are chucking 11 million in on top of uh, for Latrell Mitchell. Um, Parramatta are really throwing their weight around in the offseason this year, trying to get players over to them. So they signed Riga Kevill Gillard, which is a big one for them. Uh, definitely a nice forward to solid it, that um, that forward pack up. So we'll have to see how um, the Latrell situation goes. 11 million over 10 years is definitely big money. That's a that's like a Jason Tamalolo deal, which is going to be basically his whole career. That's a big decision for him. Um, I have seen news that all he wants to do is get his money, get a certain amount of money, and go and uh, live on a farm. So hopefully that goes well for him um, I, I know there's the Bulldogs in the conversation as well the Bulldogs have a have a bit of money behind them um, yeah not many other teams really I can see really putting a big one on him like the Rabbitohs earlier on the season I thought were going to and now without Sam Burgess who just recently retired um, they could make, definitely make a shot for him but if the Eels are willing to chuck 11 million at him, which is a lot of money, I, I don't know if I could turn that down. That's crazy. That's a, that's you're a million dollar man. You're, you're set 10 years at one club. You know, hope and that club is definitely in a good good future right now. You know, they had a great season last season. Mitchell Moses had a great season. Gutho, um, definitely a good situation to jump into. I don't really see him going anywhere, like going to Parramatta, like I don't see that happening, but for Parramatta even make a statement to chuck 11 mil 10, 10 years, it's just a, it's a power move on that club, so well done Parramatta, you got yourself in that position and you're looking great for next next season. If you do get Latrell, I might chuck some money on you guys to win the win overall, um, with the Roosters definitely dropping off a little bit so another also player um, everyone's in the race for David Fafita uh, everyone's chucking big money at him at the moment I know my Warriors are in the conversation there with a the mill um, I know Parramatta are in their conversation with a mill um, the Bulldogs are always there the Rabbits the Roosters um, he, the Rabbits would be interesting there because now Sam Burgess is gone Wayne Bennett used to be the old coach of him so definitely a favourable um, place for him to go so that would be pretty crazy to be honest but from what I heard he's going to stay in Brisbane take whatever money he can to stay in Brisbane so we'll have to see how that turns out alright Moving on, moving on. So we got uh, NFL. My Panthers getting smashed. Uh, so 51 to, I think it was 51 to 14. Let me just quickly check the stats there. Uh, definitely not a great game for the Panthers. Uh, not a great game for our quarterback, Kyle Allen. Uh, as we we're just talking about him last week, we were all talk, uh, not last week, the week before, about him maybe being the next you know well the quarterback to keep cam out of the job but after that performance i don't really see um him keeping that position when cam gets healthy so 51 to 13 um the most points since round uh, week 16 1993 from the 49ers so 
big game for them. Played really well. Garoppolo played nice, but the 49ers' defense is amazing. Uh, Nick Bosa, he definitely has a claim for Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. And the way he's been playing at the moment, he could put his name straight up there with Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, been playing amazing. Uh, I know B- Miles Barrett's there. Um, Rich Sherman's had a really good year. Um, the 49ers have probably been the biggest surprise this year. Uh, overall, 51 points on my Carolina Panthers is massive, you know. Um, Carolina has one of the best defenses in the league and they just made the whole team look silly, really. It was like the worst day the worst day for the Carolina Panthers on uh, Monday. So, more Monday for us, so Sunday over there for America. But Christian McCaffrey... Definitely a beast, 117 yards. Um, I definitely would put Christian McCaffrey as MVP at the moment um, and Offensive Player of the Year if it was mid-season. So mid-season awards, I reckon that would go that way. If not, you know, Aaron Rodgers would be definitely be up there. Uh, Russell Wilson's been playing amazing at the moment. So him for MVP is definitely a big, big racer. A um, couple other big games on the weekend. So you had the Colts just get the win over the Broncos, 15 to 13. Um, Titans beat the Buccaneers, 27 to 23. That was a difficult one for me to call. I thought the Buccaneers would get it done uh, as underdogs. So I thought they were going to get it done there. Um, Mike Evans did pass James Wilder for most re- uh, most receives in Tampa Bay history. So well done to Mike Evans there. The Saints beating the Cardinals, so big one there. The Saints got Drew Brees back, and he played amazing. Um, Sean Payton, whatever he does to a team, he he just the consistency that the, the Saints have, and even with Teddy Bridgewater in the team, they were pretty much unbeatable. So they're definitely one of the best picks uh, for Super Bowl this year. Them with the Patriots, so we'll have to see how that one turns out. Um, the Cardinals obviously not playing amazing, you know, three, four, and one with rookie quarterback, which is great for the rookie quarterback. He's definitely playing a lot better than what people would have thought to start off with. Um, still has a lot to grow, and it would be nice for him to have good players be placed around him. Like I know Larry Fitzgerald is getting old now, and he just doesn't have the same receiver core as, let's say, a Jared Golf has that, you know. If you put Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray in that situation, I think he'd be showing everyone he's one of the best quarterbacks up and coming in the league right now. So talking about Jared Goff, um, the Rams did get the win over the Bengals. Not really a big shock there. Bengals go to 0-8. Horrible start from the Bengals. Last news I heard, Andy Dalton is not starting next week, so they're going to be chucking in their, um, the quarterback. So... Cooper Cup, 220 receiving yards, uh, most by Rams player since 1997. So Cooper Cup coming off the injury, um, playing amazing football at the moment. Good to see. Uh, The Jags got the win over the Jets. So Minshew Mania is back in business. That mustache man, you know how it is. Um, Three touchdowns, most for rookie quarterback in franchise history. So the Jags obviously... Really, that's not a massive stat because the Jags never had a great rookie quarterback. So 
Um, but good on Minshew. That adds to his legacy, adds to the legend of Minshew. Um, yeah, we've all seen the memes. He's the next uh, uh, He's the next Chuck Norris at the moment. So um, I hope he builds to be a bigger star for the NFL. The Giants got it done 31 to 26. Uh, the Lions got it done over the Giants, sorry. Uh, 31 to 26. Um, the Chargers beat the Bears by one point, 17 to 16. Eagles got the win over the Bills, 31 to 13. So Eagles 218 yards most since week 13, 2014. Um, the Eagles are starting to hit stride now, so it'd be good to see them playing their best football towards the end of the year now. So the Seahawks 27 to 20 over the Falcons. Not a big shock there. The Falcons been playing awful football. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I have no no clue what's going on there. Just playing awful. Patriots got it done over the Browns. So the Patriots got their new receiver, uh, Muhammad Sanu, in a trade. Uh, as if Brady needed any more help, you know. Uh, now, New England are looking like a, a beast team. Um, they've always been a beast team, but now, obviously, with Muhammad Sanu, a uh, great player, Philip Dorsett, James White, Edelman, you know, that's all big-name players that Brady has the throw with. So, big news there. 13 points for Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, fuck. Cleveland Browns. 20-31, to 194 yards, one touchdown, one interception from Baker Mayfield. Not a great game from him. Nick Chubb playing really well at the moment. Uh, 20 yard, uh, 20 attempts, 131 yards. In other games, Texans got it done over the Raiders. Um, so Deshaun Watson has been playing amazing football at the moment. Definitely, if they had a sophomore player of the year, um, it'd be him or Lamar Jackson. Uh, I couldn't really pick between the two. I think Deshaun Watson is a bit more consistent. Lamar Jackson's been putting up amazing numbers as well, so you can't really pass that up. And both teams have been winning, so good on him. Um, I think it's just good to see the Texans play good football. So Packers 31 to Chiefs 24. Uh, big game for the Packers there. Obviously, the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes is not... The, uh, the normal Chiefs that we know and love. Um, but Aaron Rodgers playing really good football. Uh, some of the best football now that uh, he's back from injury. Uh, hopefully he stays uninjured uh, for the Packers fans out there. Uh, we'll have to see anyway. Steelers beat the Dolphins. Not a big game there. Uh, Dolphins been playing horrendous. 14 points and the Steelers 27 points uh, two not amazing teams this year so not really big news there um, so next week coming up so we got the 49ers and the Cardinals coming up first game I got the 49ers and a big one Texan Jags so, the Texans have been playing really good football at the moment, and the Jags, they've been hot and cold. Um, Minshew still rookie. I got the Texans on a big one. Um, Colts Steelers, I got the Colts by 14. 
Um, Bears, Eagles. I got the Bears, I reckon. Jets, Dolphins, two horrendous teams. It could go either way. I got the Jets because the Dolphins, I don't see get any better. Uh, we'll go with the Dolphins here. So, a Dolphins just traded for Akeem Tlaib. So sorry for Akeem Tlaib to be even put in that situation. Um, I don't see the Dolphins getting any better anytime soon. Hopefully, they do on the offseason. I hope they make good moves and they may have a good draft, but this year they're not going anywhere. Vikings, Chiefs. Tough game um, for the Chiefs as they still haven't got Patrick Mahomes back. Um, Vikings hot and cold this year. Kirk Cousins is playing amazing against non-good passing defense, which is normal. Um, I see the Chiefs just getting over this one. Redskins, Bills. Um... Easy one there, I've got the Bills, the Redskins have been playing hot and cold football as well, uh, I don't really see them getting anywhere too soon. Buccaneers, Seahawks, i got the Seahawks in a big one, Russell Wilson been playing amazing football. Raiders-Lions, i got the Raiders to beat the Lions there, um, tough game for both teams here, uh, both been in that mediocre form um, so it would be a good game to watch as in back and forth um, Matt Stafford throwing bombs with Derek Carr throwing bombs so hopefully a great offensive game Packers vs Chargers I got the uh, Packers to beat the Chargers by two touchdowns Browns Broncos I got the Browns beating the Broncos. Oh, no, actually. I've got the Broncos beating the Browns because the Broncos' defense has been stepping up now. Um, the Browns, they've probably been my biggest disappointment this year uh, with all the names that they had and Baker Mayfield. He ended the year so well last year. Now he's gone nowhere, so sucks to see. But, yeah, I have to go Broncos on that one. Patriots Ravens so tough game here for the Patriots so Patriots being the best team in the comp but the Ravens can when they want to put on a team I don't think the Ravens defense is good enough to hold oh actually yeah I see a bad game here for Lamar Jackson with the Patriots defense uh, being so well playing so well at the moment so I'll probably see uh, Lamar Jackson dropping a couple of interceptions. Patriots defense been playing amazing. Stephen Gilmore definitely up there for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, overall, Bill, Ch uh, Bill Belichick has got this team running really well. I think I got the Patriots by a touchdown. Cowboys Giants to end the week. I got the Cowboys by a big one. Uh, check that one out on ESPN. Uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott will have a great game. With the Giants, been struggling lately, so I don't really see any sort of way they can win. I know it's a big game for them. Like, they can step up. They usually step up against the Cowboys, but this Giants team is so much different to this, like, past year's Giants team. I don't really see them winning in any sort of way. 
So big game here uh, in the NBA. So we're going to switch up with the NBA news. Uh, big game, the Lakers smashed the, the Grizzlies. Anthony Davis had a 40-point, 20-rebound game. Uh, definitely massive for the Lakers. Um, LeBron, 23 points, 8 assists, 2 rebounds. Definitely not the old-school LeBron, but definitely contributing to the Lakers. Um, no other big ones here. Uh, Dwight Howard, definitely not getting to production that the Lakers want at the moment. So JaVale McGee definitely is a good starter for him for center. Have heard news that Boogie might come back during the season, which would be awesome for Boog. Um, I'm a massive Boogie fan, so hopefully he comes back and shows everyone that he's a, a B center. I know he didn't look amazing coming back in the Toronto series last year. Uh, did look slow, but I see Boogie... His mental, he can really get back to where he needs to be. Um, other big games, so we had the Mavericks beat the Nuggets, which was a massive one. Um, Jokic getting triple-double triple, triple double all tens. Uh, good start there uh, with the Mavericks. Um, everyone stepping up there. Everyone in double digits par uh, pal. So a big one there for the Mavericks to get it over the Nuggets, who I believe is one of the best teams in the comp right now, the Nuggets. So that's a massive one. The Heat got it done over the Hawks as well. Uh, not massive surprise for me there. Overall this year, um, the 76ers have looked real nice. Ben Simmons is starting to, is, is playing really good basketball with Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid's played good the last couple of games. Uh, the Heat up top there in second. Raptors, Bucks, Celtics, Hawks, Pistons, Magic, Nets. And the rest of them at the bottom there. So uh, the Pistons 2-2 two two, uh, had a couple of good wins. Uh, Andre Drummond definitely a big key there with Blake Griffin. Uh, the Heat looking really nice. The Heat are actually playing really well without Butler. Inject Butler into that lineup. They're going to be playing even better early in the season anyway, so this could all change later on. In the West, the Spurs leading the league 3-0. Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers to finish the four. Mavericks, Jazz, Nuggets, Rockets to finish the eight, and the Suns, the biggest surprise of the league. Two wins, two losses. Uh, already doing better than last year. <laughs> but we'll have to see how it goes. Big Other big surprises, Trailblazers two and two, uh, Warriors one and two, uh, Thunder one and three, uh, Pelicans 0 oh and four. I thought the Pelicans played amazing their first game of the season, only just came away with the loss. Since then, haven't been playing too well. I think a little bit of dysfunction within the squad. Hopefully Zion comes back uh, better than ever from this meniscus injury. Hopefully it's not too bad. And I think everyone should really take a uh, backseat on the weight issue with Zion. If he is comfortable with being what he is, and I don't think he's fat, I don't think any of that. I think he's just a bulky player and a freak athlete. He's been doing it for years, the same size he has been doing it for years. 
why stop now? Why why change anything? Usually injuries happen is when you change something about you so drastically. Um, hopefully, he comes back better than ever and shows everyone that he should be the rookie of the year. Um, we'll go into some stats. League leaders and stuff in the NBA at the moment. So league leaders and points. Kyrie Irving, 37.7 points. He had a couple of really nice games for the Brooklyn Nets to start of the season, even though in a losing team, playing playing pretty well at the moment. Once KD comes back on that team, they're going to be fire. Um, Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets are playing really nice at the moment. Everyone think. Everyone thought it wouldn't work between Harden and Westbrook. But they're really showing everyone that they can take back seats. And whoever needs to take over the game during the night, that will do so. So great to see that the Rockets are really putting it all together and piecing it together and playing really nice basketball. Lakers starting off pretty cold to start the season um, but now starting to get into the groove getting AD back is definitely a big one there score 40 points uh, he's an animal with 20 rebounds he will definitely need to play MVP type basketball to get them into the finals this year I reckon in, not into the finals into the um, into the Western Conference finals this year LeBron, I don't really see the takeover of the league. LeBron, like everyone thought was going to be. Um, it sucks. You know, I, I I enjoy LeBron being the king. He's definitely not MJ. He's not the greatest player in the league. But he is the best player in the world right now. And when he's playing at his best, the NBA is an amazing game to watch. So... All the best to him. Hopefully he gets back to full strength. I don't think he's full strength right now. But we'll have to see what comes up later on. Um, Chicago, my team, not really. They started hot and cold again. Zach Levine had a nice game a couple of week or a couple of days ago against Memphis uh, with 37 points. He will need to step up and control that team. Kobe White, I reckon, should be starting. Um, so hopefully that switches up soon. Could be a chance for Rookie of the Year. Uh, ja Morant's been playing good basketball at the moment. I think he's just out injured. A couple of other big names playing really well at the moment. Carl Anthony Towns uh, really taking the Timberwolves under his wing and playing MVP-type basketball right now. Averaging 32 points. Uh, on 52.5 field goal percentage, um, 13 rebounds a game, 5 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals. Damian Lillard also having a great year this year. Uh, seeing him drag the Trailblazers all the way through to the finals this year, I reckon. Definitely be a good bet to go on. Switching up, we'll go on to the UFC at the moment. So the UFC this weekend, uh, Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal. So my thoughts on that. So if this goes the distance, uh, I got this Nate Nate taking it. Uh, if it goes to the ground, I got Nate winning. Um, but on the feet, Jorge Masvidal, I think has a better striking overall. 
I think Nate is such a hard person to take out of a game plan, um, especially when Nate can really last five rounds quite easy, does it all the time, pieces you up. He just pitter-patters his way through to getting you into uncomfortable territory. Uh, and once you start breathing heavy, you start doing stuff that you don't really, it's not game plan. So we saw that with Connor. Uh, we saw that with Pettis. He's really such a great fighter in that sort of way that he uh, will just brawl you into his game plan. So uh, I see Nate taking that one out. Uh, another massive fight on that card I want to talk about, Kevin Lee and Gillespie. Gillespie is a fighter that no one is talking about at the moment and I think he is like legitimately one of the best fighters in that division, in the lightweight division. So. He's definitely one to watch out for. I got Gillespie the win by uh, submission or decision uh, against Kevin Lee. Not to say Kevin Lee is a scrub. Kevin Lee is a murderer, great fighter. Um, what he did uh, with Tony Ferguson um, when he had the staph infection, I thought was crazy. I thought, you know, he, he really gave it his all in that fight. But Gillespie... I think he's just on another level. I think he's the next level fighter that we're looking for in that lightweight division. Um, do I think he will beat Khabib at the moment? Not really. I don't know. We'll have to see him take on... Well, Kevin Lee would be an amazing test for him to see how he takes on some uh, someone like a wrestler. Uh, I know Kevin Lee can stand up pretty well, but he was a, a Div 1 wrestler. So it would be good to see Gillespie get tested in that sort of way. Darren Till versus Kelvin Gastelum, a great fight there. Darren Till looks like an animal at the moment, um, really fits his name as the gorilla uh, versus Kelvin Gastelum that came off the, uh, the loss to Israel Adesanya. It'd be awesome to see how Darren Till does jumping because he jumped from welterweight to middleweight. Um, his striking is amazing. Ground game was a bit so-so, and Woodley did take um, take him into deep water with that and really showed everyone the blueprint to uh, Darren Till. And with the last two losses, I hope he comes back and he fights amazing. I really would like to see him beat Gastelum in this one. I think Gastelum is an amazing fighter, but I just don't see Gastelum still being a middleweight. I think Gastelum is a welterweight. If only he... This was disciplined enough to get to that weight. I reckon he'd tear up the welterweight division, but I got Till by knockout. Stephen Thompson versus uh, Le I got. Oh, it's a tough fight there because Wonderboy just come off a knockout against Pettis, but I think that was the only biggest test that Wonderboy had, like other than Woodley. And Woodley. Could have gone either way, both uh, both fights. So I think Wonderboy will be able to get it done by Lecou, and I'm pretty sure he's actually uh, underdog here. Uh, Derek Lewis versus um, oh, Lewis is going to knock this guy out. Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker. So I got Johnny Walker by choose the rounds for. Oh. I'll go second round knockout. 
Um, Brad Tavares fighting on this card. Uh, Andre Arlovsky, uh, definitely a great card. Um, me and the boys will definitely sit down and watch that one, and uh, I'll bring you back the news first up on that one. Overall, I think it's going to be amazing. I hope the Diaz-Masvidal fight is what everyone believes it's going to be. It's just a scrap fest. Two gangsters just going at it. I hope it goes every way that we all hope and wish it goes. So to finish off, um, I do apologize for the late one. Um, I did miss last week because I had a lot going on last week. Uh, And I also missed doing the two podcasts this week. I'm thinking I might do another one tomorrow just to catch up and get into a rhythm. As I said, this is still early. I still have, I still think I'm not doing the best on the, all this. Like I, I, I have, I nitpick and I, I know what I'm doing, but I just want to fine tune myself to be more entertaining and and because overall my perception of this channel, I want to be more than just sport, I want to be entertainment, gaming, music, uh, just everything overall, and that's why I chose the name Crossover, because I want to cross over into multiple things, not just sport, but sport is my passion, and I love my sport, as you guys might know by the way I'm talking, um, I know I do come across as really unprepared, I'm trying to give it more of a realistic feel, uh, but as we all know, we only just get better from making mistakes and I think that I am growing after every episode that I'm doing. So stay tuned for the next one. As I promised, we did add NBA into it. I want to just kind of cut it all down a little bit. Uh, obviously not do every game, uh, but obviously do the big games that everyone's watching and do the big news that everyone's talking about. Um Shout out to all my homies at work. Shout out to my family. Shout out to everything. Hope Fayunu is doing well uh, in jail. Sucks to see him go down that path. He's two brothers in jail. So fingers crossed everything's everything's all positive. Stay positive. Don't do anything stupid. And I hope you all have a great weekend. Take it easy.